Hello and welcome to the Fertility and Femtech podcast, brought to you by Zonas, where we aim to educate you on all taboo topics in women's health. You can learn more on our YouTube channel or at yourzonas.com. Hi everyone, I am Dr. Ravina, NHS doctor, specialised in women's health, and I'd like to welcome you to this dedicated channel for women's health. Today I have got a really special guest, and he is actually one of my best friends from medical school. So we trained together, we became doctors together, and um, I'd like to introduce you to Dr. Nimrit again. Hello. He is a ophthalmology doctor early in his training, and so ophthalmology is the specialty that focuses on the eyes. So today we'll be giving you loads of amazing tips to help you protect your eyes and make sure you have the best health you can when it comes to eyes. So I'm gonna hand it over to Nimrick, and a lot of you have asked a few questions surrounding things like contact lenses, how to deal with dry eyes, and I think especially during COVID, a lot of us are looking at screens lots. We are sitting at home, we are watching things on Netflix loads. I know that I am definitely. Um, and we're just literally having screen time all the time. And so let's, we'll have a little bit of a conversation about the effects that's having on our eyes and how we can protect our eyes. So let's dive straight in. Question number one. So Nim, in your training and in um, some of the experiences that you've had, what advice can you give to us on how we can protect our eyes if we wear contact lenses? I am definitely someone who wears contact lenses almost every day, so I personally need this information. <laughs> so contact lens use is very common. Mm. Uh, it's something that a lot of the people out there are wearing. Uh, it's becoming more and more common. And it's very important to know how to maintain very good contact lens hygiene. And the main reason for this is because I've seen a lot of cases where people who use contact lenses every day come in with an acutely sore, red, painful eye, mm. um, and they've developed you know, bacterial infections on the front of their eye and ulcers on the front of their eye. And in some cases, these can be really serious and can right. lead to sight-threatening infections of the eye. Okay. So there's three things that I would probably say to all patients who I usually see who wear contact lenses. Firstly, make sure you're not wearing your contact lenses when you're swimming or when you're showering. Um, and the main reason for this is because there's some infections that you can get in water um, that can be particularly nasty. And it's very important to avoid these. Secondly, I would say, try not to sleep in your contact lenses. Okay. Yeah. Again, I know a lot of people are guilty of this. And <laughs> it, it can actually be something again that um, may just precipitate or exacerbate your chances of getting an infection on the front of the eye. Um, and thirdly, try not to use your contact lenses past their use-by date. So if you're wearing dailies, dispose mm -hmm. of them after the day. If you're wearing weeklies or monthlies, don't go over their use-by date. Um, and make sure you're seeing your optician regularly and having a talk about your, your prescription and also your contact lenses. Yeah, that's actually really useful. And um, I'll hold my hands up because I actually do a lot of those things. <laughs> and it's really useful having a, a friend who is also an eye doctor because he usually tells me off. Um, so we're actually in a staycation. We're actually in a staycation at the moment with all of our uh, medical school friends. And um, we were just chilling in the hot tub actually. And I had my contact lenses in and Nimrit was like, you are not allowed to do that. And um, he actually told me that I should take them out. So I hold my hands up because I'm guilty of this. But actually what Nimrit sees is like the worst cases. And 
I can't even believe that you can actually get ulcers on your eye. Um, I haven't seen them in my life, but I'm sure Nim, I'm sure you have. Yeah, they can and, be relatively common actually. Yeah. Um, usually they're quite small and we can treat them really easily in most cases. Yeah. It's just a bit of discomfort for yourself and you know, and it's just something yeah. easy to avoid. Exactly. And it's only in, like you said, a few rare cases where you can get particularly nasty infections. Yeah. Again, we can usually treat them, but it's always best to try and minimise your risk. Just avoid it. I yeah. mean, it's when it's your eyesight, like that's your actual vision. Exactly. When there's any yeah. risk of actually going blind from contact lenses, then just take them out. No, that is so true. Yeah. So Nimrit's actually, so we started medical school at the same time. And Nimrit was one of those people that, um, you know, you get those people that work really hard and have to study loads for exams. Nimrit wasn't one of those people. Well, Nimrit not. was basically, you know, <laughs> the crammer, like the day before the exam, he would be up all night doing an all-nighter, go to the exam, smash it out, get like the best grade and he just like that. sell through. <laughs> so, um, you know, he has lots of amazing knowledge. So that leads on to question number two. So with obviously like changing season, with lots of conditions in terms of like, if you're in humid weather, if you're watching TV, some people deal with very dry eyes. And um, I, I, when I have contact lenses in, I know because I have dry eyes. What tips can you give for people that have dry eyes? So I think with dry eyes, it's, it's a very common condition um, and again it can be exacerbated by other things as well so don't look at just the eyes themselves but the eyelids mm. um, and, and I would say firstly the, the most simple thing to do is you can buy simple lubrications from over-the-counter eye drops just from like pharmacies exactly okay. um, sometimes it's better to go for preservative free especially if you're tend to have kind of more allergic reactions to you know um, any, well, anything really, if you kind of suffer from eczema, mm. um, atopical diseases, you know, mm. um, which make you more prone to these allergic reactions, go for something a bit more preservative free. Yeah. And you can't really do it, overdo it with lubricating drops. Yeah. So just every now and then uh, you can pop one in and it just helps to maintain that tear film at the front of your eye. The other thing which I think would really help is maintaining the hygiene around your eyelids. Mm. Um, and there's mm. a lot of different techniques that, that you can use to do this, but the main principles are using some heat mm. and something just to clean the eyelids. So what I usually would tell my patients is you can boil some water, let it cool down a bit and then soak a flannel um, in that in water, water and yeah. then just keep it on your eyes for about five to ten minutes and then gently wipe away any kind of uh, crusting or grease on the eyelids. Okay. And what that helps to do is it just keeps your meibomian glands, they're the glands in, that sit in the eyelids and secrete oils which are necessary to help your tear film. And it just keeps those glands nice and open and prevents them from being blocked and, you know, which can lead to other causes of uh, a bit of inflammation, infection. Yeah. Um, but also just allows your tear film to really work and stay maintained properly yeah. and just keeps your eye nicely lubricated from day to day. Yeah, that's really important because what I've seen and you'll have so much more experience is when, when you get um, dirt stuck in mm. these important glands in your eyes, you can get inflammation of the eyes, you can lead to bathitis, conjunctivitis, loads of different infections of the eye. Yeah. And um, it can be painful, can't it? It can be quite irritant. Yeah, so I mean, there's a condition called blepharitis where yeah. those glands get blocked. Um, this is usually kind of more common in people who have eczema and, mm. and dry skin, particularly around the eyelids. Mm. But it, it's relatively common and can yeah. be really frustrating. Um, and even, I guess, if you're wearing a lot of makeup or applying a lot of products around the eyes as well, it might not necessarily cause blepharitis, but it's always a good idea to just try and really clean away that, that makeup, makeup and those particles and 
and just keep your, those eyelids and those glands really nice and clean and allowing that tear film to be produced and maintained and healthy. Yeah. Um, and that can go a long way to just keep your eyes a lot more comfortable and less irritated. I think I, I can completely relate to that because mm -hmm. as women, we like to put makeup on and I've like done my eyeshadow today. So it's just, you know, sometimes you don't take off your makeup. There's always that risk that you're going to leave makeup in your eye that can obviously infect your glands and, and your ducts. So would you suggest using like cotton buds or cotton pads or, or so anything? Just, really? just anything really. So yeah. the, yeah, cotton pads, cotton wool buds, and just kind of dipping it into hot water. I think previously they used to be advised to use a very gentle cleanser, something mm -hmm. like baby shampoo, and you can mix that in with warm water and then just kind of rubbing the margin of your lids and just giving it a really good clean. Uh, ideally twice a day. Yeah. Um, but even if doing once a day thoroughly would be quite good just for general yeah, maintenance yeah. That's of your a really good. That's a really good tip. And I think that's quite useful for women because when we wear makeup, we always wonder, okay, what products should we use to get mm. rid of our makeup? But actually just using something really simple like baby shampoo, not only gets rid of yeah. the makeup, but it's actually very cleansing and gets rid of all that bacteria. Yeah, like I said, I think the baby shampoo is something probably more back in the day that we used to. Now I usually say just using water, water. even micellar water that micellar you can get water. from yeah, your there's loads local of pharmacy. Yeah. I think that's actually very gentle on the skin as well. Okay, um, and that's something that shouldn't um, irritate your eyes as well. Yeah, I know that's, yeah. that's really useful. Okay, question number three. So in this COVID world that we're now in, many people are working from home. They're using screens a lot more. They're using their phone, their laptops, TV. Everywhere, everywhere you look, everyone's mm. pretty much using a screen. Yeah. Even when you're on the train, you'll just see everyone on down looking at their phone. Now, what effect does this have on our, on our eye health? Can we be straining our eyes from perhaps sitting too close to the TV, perhaps mm. watching too many um, movies on Netflix, on our phone? What effect? does screen time have on our eyes? So I think the important thing with, with screen time, mm -hmm. again, obviously working from home now, people are gonna be using their laptops more often and meetings and Zoom and everything. I think the important thing there is to know when you're reading and when you're watching something on the TV or reading something on the screen, mm -hmm. you tend to blink a lot less. Um, and again, that just really will dry up to the front of your eye and can cause your eyes to become quite irritated and dry okay. um, if you're doing that for long periods of time. Okay. There's a lot of myths that go around about sitting too close to the TV or, you know, your eyes becoming inflamed if you're reading too much. Mm. I think these are all very, very much myths. Mm. Um, you're not going to get any inflammation of your eye. What tends to happen is that if you're reading a lot or if you're watching screens a lot, mm. your eyes are focusing and that uses a lot of little muscles within the eyes. Um, and that's what can give the effect of an eye strain. Right and may cause and precipitate headaches and things like that. Right. So I think especially in this era where we're going to be using screens more often, I'd say the best thing is, is to try and just take a break um, every so often and, and make sure you allow yourself to take regular short breaks and just to really rest your eyes and give them a chance to do something different. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that'd probably be the biggest advice, I think. Okay, that's, that's super useful and I'm sure that relates to so many of us that are sitting at home, perhaps you're working at home more uh, rather than going into work. So that is really, really good advice. Okay, so last question is something that actually relates to me quite a lot and um, actually I think all of these questions have been very relatable. This is to do with using screens uh, before you go to bed mm -hmm. and I know there's a lot of research that shows that using your screen in bed before you go to bed actually stops you from going to bed. Mm -hmm. um, so. 
what are you what's your opinion on this what tips can you give us in terms of screen time and the effect it has on our brain and on our eyes and another thing is um a lot of you might have actually seen this on the internet is the use of um glasses so i think yes, it's the blue light the blue light glasses yeah. and how what effect does that have do they even work mm. can you just tell us a little bit about the effect of screen time on our eyes so i think you're right we're all guilty of this um myself included I think it's very important, you're right, there is a lot of research out there to support that the light that comes from a lot of our screens and from our phones can alter certain kind of chemical pathways in our brains. These chemical pathways are involved in going to sleep. So these uh, pathways can be interrupted by these blue light um, and you get a lot of these kind of gadgets that are coming out now, blue light glasses yeah. and you know, filters that you can put onto your screen to take away the blue light. And I think while theoretically they might work, I don't think there's actually any strong evidence out there right now to say that these definitely work. Um, you can try them and see if it works for you. But I think, so I think the best advice that I would recommend is giving yourself a break from your phone, mm -hmm. especially before you're about to go to bed, maybe an hour or two before you sleep, yeah. just telling yourself, you're gonna put your phone away, you'll pick it back up tomorrow yeah. and it just gives yourself and your brain that chance to get in a mode ready to sleep. 100% I completely agree with you and I think there's so much literature to show that mm. the effect of screen time on your not only your mental health but also your physic physical health so um, that is so relatable. Thank you so much Nimrit. that information is so useful and so relatable to all of us who wear makeup and contact lenses and perhaps don't wash our face properly so thank you so much. If any of you have any comments, then please drop them in um, the comments below. If you have any questions, let us know. I think that's our friends outside waiting for us to finish because they are actually organizing a murder mystery for us. So we better go get ready for that. Get into character. <laughs> get into character. So um, I think that comes to the end. Let us know if there's any questions. Of course, as normal, please send any questions you have to my Instagram at dr.ravina. If you'd like to download your free ebook, you can click on the link down below. I'll get Nimrut to jump in the comments for any questions that you have. And we might have to get you on for a part two because he's full of loads of information. Anytime. So until next time, take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you.